This podcast is sponsored by Two for All Anchorage. For 45 years, we have allowed the controlling party of the 11-member Anchorage Assembly the power to decide which single district shall receive only one vote, while all other districts receive two. In 2022, the current Assembly will have the opportunity to move the single vote out of District 1 and into a different district, possibly your district. On April 7th, tell the Assembly no thanks to cutting your representation in half. Strip them of their power by mandating all districts are to be equal in population with an equal number of votes by voting yes on 12. Don't risk losing half your representation in 2022. Vote yes on 12 and eliminate the rotating single-member district. Learn more at yeson12anchorage.com. Approved and paid for by Two for All Anchorage, Yes on 12. 7146 Terry Street, Anchorage, Alaska, 99502. Robert Couples Chair, Top Contributors, Pip Printing, Anchorage Education Association, Greg Gallagher, and Cliff Grow. Hey folks, back here in Anchorage with uh, Genevieve Mina. How you doing? I am doing well. I'm washing my hands. How about you? Um, pretty good. I just got back from Juno for the weekend. Um, and the first thing, well, not the first thing, but something I just noticed, I just showed you is Ja Rule tweeted, if y'all need me, I'll be in Alaska, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Which it's, is, is, I guess his concert got canceled. His concert got canceled. So I was going to go to the concert tonight. And what? that's why I was going to leave early. I was like, oh, we got to do 530. We can't do 630. How old are you? Uh, what do you think? 20s? Yeah. Because Ja Rule was like when I was in like middle school. I, I am internally on the older end of the older end of the millennial skill. So, so you, you had, when you were, was Ja Rule a thing when you were like in high school or? Oh no. Yeah. Cause I remember like no. <laughs> y'all going to the club and you know, all those Ja Rule songs. No, it was like no, my high school prom. It was like Ja Rule was playing. Yeah. Well, I, I love growing up listening to like mid two thousands, like R and B and all of that. But for me, you know, there's the, the Dave Chappelle bit with like, where's Ja? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, whenever showdown productions, which is the the organization or whatever that puts on these shows, whenever they would make a Facebook post that was just like, oh, new guest star coming up, I'd always jokingly be like, Ja Rule, do Ja Rule. Then I walk into the cars on Gamble like a month ago, and I was like, no way. Oh, so you have a history of the of this Ja Rule. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I got to go. And I'm not even a big Ja Rule fan, but I was like, I've I've made the joke for years. You I got you to gotta go. go. Well, he's, his, his thing got canceled because of the corona i wonder what he's doing I, I i tweeted at him i was like you want to do a podcast yeah that would be legendary what if it was me and you and ja rule right now whoa well here's the thing i watched i was trying to study so i was i watched both of the fire documentaries oh Firefest. yeah that i watched the one on netflix and my god that was a clusterfuck yeah it was bad i mean i i, I actually <laughs> i don't feel bad for the only people yeah. i feel bad for are the folk the folks that were like who, who had some money and you know they spent it. They went there looking for a good time, you know, and yeah. they, they probably spent more money than they, they should have. Yeah. I actually love all the rich fucking kids, uh-huh. like the trust fund babies and all the people who spent all this money. Yeah. Who, you know, like the, like these social media influencer people who ended up stuck. I mean, I don't feel bad for them. I feel bad for the regular people that kind of got screwed. Right, but right. A lot of folks that were going there were like, had plenty of money. These rich oh, kids. for sure. And then they end up there. And did you see like the, the, they said the whole thing got destroyed by that one tweet of the picture of the cheese sandwich <laughs> like destroyed you know like a year yeah. of it's like two slices of plastic man so yeah he, he the, other, the, guy, the guy went to jail right uh yeah the partner yeah the main dude i forgot his name but uh yeah he went to jail and if you watch the the hulu one it's like this 
dude has grown up just bamboozling people all the time. Yes, yeah. I've, the, so the, the Netflix one, I mean, the, the one that seen, I watched it a while ago, but the scene that st- 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 uh, stood out for me was the, the guy, his like main promoter, his, his main organizer was was considering go, going to perform like a sex act on like the head of the Bohemian oh, uh, Customs in order to get the water out. Remember that, remember that part? Yeah, that does not sound legitimate. I mean, it was, it was like, he said, he said like he's a professional, he's been doing this 40 years, and I can't believe I've been even thinking about doing something like that. Because, because like they were holding up all their water in, in Bohemian customs. That was that was the part. Of, that was the part that stood out for me. Is like, wow, this is that's crazy. How how? And then they had like those weird bracelets. They were charging people like ten grand for. Yeah. With like money on yeah, it. Yeah, and they were like, oh, we're we're going cashless, so you have to put money on the bracelets. Oh, what a... So, folks, if you don't know about Firefat, you should watch those. I've only seen the Netflix one. I only okay. So I watched the Hulu one. So together we've seen both of them. They are, <laughs> I got to watch the other one. Yeah. That, yeah. That was, I think the Hulu um, one's better because the, the Netflix one is made by Buck Jerry, the company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, there's probably some details that the Hulu one has about that organization. So I, I, yeah. I heard yeah. each one had different. Yeah. I heard I needed to watch the other one. Yeah. But so Ja Rule was like partner with a guy, right? I mean, they, yeah. they were like, he was in, and he was, it was funny. It, it, it like at the end when everybody just started canceling. Uh-huh. And, and they had like nobody to show up and then they were basically trapped and and it was all those influencers who were like yeah. on, on some like like old 737 that was like the seats were falling apart yeah yeah and yeah. they were like uh where are we going yeah well, well and there was like one part in the plane where it's just like there was supposed to be like 112 passengers but they counted 113 so they were like oh because of customs and like regulations like they had to do the whole thing all over again people were fainting because they were dehydrated and they like keep in mind there's all these people scrambling outside of this island, and they're all drunk because they've been drinking all day, and this is all like a disaster situation. The, the, Awful. The, the, probably the worst part about the whole thing, and I know we're we're here to talk about oh, the, yeah. the, the Democratic uh, Party. <laughs> yeah, Jaro is very important. Last Democratic yeah. Party um, uh, primary coming up, but the worst part about that, going back real quick, is um, the, the the people, the local people that got stiffed a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You know, right. workers mm-hmm. and, and local people who are, who are building and, and, and providing food and, and labor. I mean, they got stiffed, and that's that's the really bad part. Yeah, and the entire time, those local people, like, the when that dude first visited the island, they were like, you think we could do a festival in here? And they're like, no. And then, you know, a month later, they're like, yeah, we're going to do it. And, and, and then he had the okay. thing, well, because the, they had a different island picked out. Yeah. They had Pablo Escobar's um, hop-off island. Yeah. And they said, okay, because they, they, they became a private island or something. Mm-hmm. And they said, you can use it, but we don't want, like, please don't, you know, we don't mm-hmm. want the Pablo Escobar image involved. Yeah. And they said, okay, cool. And, they, and then they tweeted <laughs> out, like, we're partying on Pablo's island. And then they said, fuck you guys, you aren't coming here anymore. Yeah. So they had to find a new island. Mm-hmm. And that's when all, you know. And like, it's a messed up thing to brag about because there are people who were commented on the social media, on the Instagram, and they're like, hey, my parents, like, died. Yeah, Pablo Escobar was a bad. Yeah, he was not a good person to advertise. Personally, I kind of think it, it's a good good marketing point, though. I mean, like, I, yeah. I'd want to go party or, Pablo, you know, party with Pablo. Right. I mean, from a marketing standpoint, sure. But it's like, man, the optics. Awful. He, he, he was, you know, oh, Escobar, I've read a lot about him and, and bad dude, drug king, and did a lot of horrible things. But the people loved him because he would he gave a lot of the money. He like took built schools and he he gave. So that's why he was protected by the you know people in, in Colombia because he was he was um, yeah. I don't want to say he's a, what's not a uh, what's a Robin Hood. He's kind of the opposite of that. But he he uh, he did have a lot of protection from people because he built schools and he put a lot of money and so it's wild. Kind of a benevolent gangster. 
a little bit. Anyways, let's let's move on. You're like, I don't want to talk. The, you know what's the opposite of that? I don't want to comment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to comment. So okay, so you're here um, to talk about the Democratic primary, which which is new now. It's a ranked choice. Yeah, and, and the presidential primary. Let's specify presidential right, 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 for right, the, right for the president. So um, there's a new system. Mm-hmm. This is the first year. Mm-hmm. Before you, you guys used to do a caucus, right? Right, right. So a lot of states, uh, you know, every state, they have their different plan of how they do their nominees and pick their delegates for the presidential. But in Alaska, we had a caucus system um, for the longest time. And only this year, we're now switching to a new party one primary. So instead, with the caucus system, you are in a room and you hang out with other people from your house district. And let's say like, this is 2016. So like one corner is Hillary Clinton, one corner is Bernie Sanders, one corner is Rocky De La Fuente, and everybody stands in their respective Who's corner. Who's Rocky De La Fuente? <laughs> Do you not remember this? Sounds like, sounds like a boxer. <laughs> Rocky De La Fuente, he, he ran. He ran. I think I remember the name vaguely or something. Oh, yeah, it, it's a whole thing. I met the guy at is, the is, DNC. Is, 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 is he like, um, what's that, Vermin, Vermin Supreme? Uh, he actually like is a millionaire, billionaire, something like that. Rocky Della Fuente. Uh-huh. That's a name that sounds pretty good. Oh yeah, we I like that name. I, we got him to call into an Alaska Young Democrats meeting in 2016. So was he is he normal or is he crazy or? He's got a lot of ideas. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Whatever. He's an know. ideas man. He's a, he is an ideas man. Uh-huh. So okay, so. Okay, so I, I've anyway, never really so yeah. understood this. I mean, I know how it works, but... Have you I mean, done one? No, but I mean, I've seen like a TV. They pile people in a fucking room, right? And they just like stand around all day and they move mm-hmm. around or... Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Seems so, like very 18th, 19th century. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's the history, right? So the caucus system is from like the old days of like political parties and cigar filled rooms or whatever. But the point is that your candidate has to meet 15% of the threshold and then they are eligible and viable for um, delegates. So if 50% of that room, like, is not met, then that room goes and gets whatever delegates. It's, like, complicated. Like, so if you have 12%, system. then you have to, like, redistribute. Exactly. Right, right, right. And so you do rounds and rounds if you don't meet that 15% viability um, until. How about, how about, man, I don't know. The caucuses mm-hmm. aren't looking too good after Iowa. Jesus. Yeah. So I don't think Iowa's going to be the first anymore. Yeah, that was. I think that, they blew it. I mean, because yeah, they blew it in 2008. Uh-huh. Um, was it eight or four? There was a year where they blew, the Republicans had problems, mm-hmm. and then everybody said we can't, we can't let this happen again. Mm-hmm. And they you know fixed it. In the next two years, it was kind of fine. Mm-hmm. But now this is like this last time, yeah, total cluster. So right. I feel like that they, they ain't gonna. Somebody made a good point. They said the first, mm-hmm. the, the high, the state with the highest vote um, percentage mm-hmm. be, becomes the first one next time. Which is kind of encourages people to you know to vote. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. That is interesting. I heard that somewhere. I think on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a full opinion on that, but I feel like some people might be like, "Oh, but then like." What if Alaska was first? The votes are influenced. Yeah. Ooh. Well, they're already kind of influenced because if it's like oh, Iowa, sure. and New Hampshire, I don't know if those are representative of. The <laughs> no, they're not. No, and that's kind of like an interesting argument, like against Iowa and a lot of those states, is because. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, these are the front runners. But it's just like, Iowa's not the United States. It's so weird how they go to, like, in Iowa, they go to the state fair, and they have those weird, like, corn. Remember Michelle Bachman had, like, she was, like, eating the hot dog, that picture, famous picture. Remember that? Yeah. Remember then, um, Ted Cruz with the butter cow? Oh, yeah. Remember that? I mean, there's so many of those weird, yeah. like, folksy fair right. pictures. Can okay. you imagine if Alaska was first, what they'd do? Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck, I bet we, 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 we'd, we'd create a lot of content. Yeah. We'd create a lot of... Co- if uh-huh. we're so big, though, 
it'd be hard to like for them to get around the state, you know. Oh, well, I mean? it'd be it's, difficult. It's like, where are they going to go to like like Kotzebue, like Bethel, like Juno? <laughs> I mean Obama. But that's yeah, a different situation. But it would just be so hard, like, because yeah. because they spend months in Iowa, New Hampshire, right? Or yeah, 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 yeah they it. do. Exactly. Yeah. But um, anyway, with the caucus system, it's tricky because it's like one day and it's just from like 10 a.m. until whatever. But if you don't, if you're working. There's no early voting. Parent, there's there's no, early... no early voting. Like, you have to make that time, and you you can't be there in person. Like, there's a lot of people with disabilities or with chronic illnesses. Like, there's so many reasons why just, people just, can't just, make the time. Just out of town. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. So, so. It's pretty disenfranchising. So, yeah. when did the conversation, like, when did, it, when did the party, and you're part of the Young Democrats, but yeah, yeah. You're, you're also on the De- Democratic Party Central Committee, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So, when did the conversation start about we should look at maybe changing how we, how we, uh, pick delegates for the presidential election mm-hmm. uh that happened after 2016 so i know that um in 2008 when they did the caucuses then that was at um baggage middle school and it was so packed and crowded that I they remember had to call that. a fire marshal yeah, I, me- I remember that yeah not good 2016 like it didn't get to that point if i remember correctly but at west high school it was super packed and you know there's all this brouhaha going on and as we, you have all these new Bernie people coming into the party and coming to the state convention the afterwards. Bernie, the, the Bernie bros? Yeah, the Bernie bros, right. <laughs> but when you have all these new Bernie people, right, um, a lot of them were, and a lot of just part, regular party people who'd been involved, were pretty dissatisfied with that caucus process. And there's very legitimate reasons of it being disenfranchising to a lot of different populations. So as those people got involved in uh, were on the state central committee of the party in 2016. Um, they developed a new party plan that would be more accessible. But I think after 2016, everyone was just like, we cannot uh-huh. do caucuses anymore. And here's the thing. Like, if you're in rural Alaska, it's really hard to do a caucus, right? Even just, or- I mean, from the party standpoint, to, yeah. to organize, you know, 40 of these things. Uh-huh. Because there's 40, right? 40 uh-huh. house districts. Yeah, and it's like you have to get enough volunteers, do- too, to, like, have the facilities and do that. So in Anchorage, and you have to get an app, <laughs> <laughs> and you have to make sure it's not called Shadow or something spooky. Yeah, that, whoever developed that feels open. That, that person, I think somebody sent me a, a picture of the, a resume, and this guy's looking for a job. And it, did you see that? And it was like develop this app for Iowa. And I was like, it was like, bro, leave oh, that think, out, leave that out. But like Fire Festival, <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave that part out. <laughs> app developer, like, yeah. I've been doing some high level shit. Yeah, it's it's great. It's great. So, so and now at some point, I know I heard there was talk, um, or maybe a decision. Was there a decision or talk of, of going to an online? Uh, that that was um, part of the conversation. Um, I think that um, people who were developing the new plan for the primaries um, wanted that. And the DNC was like, eh, too risky. And there is a lot of risk with those online <laughs> systems. Fucking Russians. Yeah, I mean, like, with WikiLeaks that did happen in 2016, there is just a lot of risk with our election system. Uh, but you do it in person, or in, and you do it on paper, and you can count up all of those votes, and, you know, hackers can't. Jump yeah, no, screen, having the, I think know? I think everybody agrees. I just did a podcast um, mm-hmm. uh, with Kevin Meyer yesterday in Juneau, oh, and ooh. we were talking about election stuff. And he, mm-hmm. he was, you know, saying the, he was in Israel actually in December for an election security conference. Oh. Israelis deal with a lot of security yeah. stuff with you know all the nations surrounding them. We're uh-huh. trying to yeah. mess with them, and um, mm-hmm. you know the paper backup is really important. Some some mm-hmm. they, there's, there's a, a documentary. I think it is, I'm not sure if it came out yet, but it's coming out about election stuff and. 
you know, they, they've mm-hmm. basically found it's very easy to tamper with a lot of these systems and get in and mm-hmm. um, election security is, you know, very, very important. Oh, and here's the thing, like Internet access is spotty in rural Alaska. So mm-hmm. like. Yeah, you yeah. go from stand, being able to like not stand in, stand in a room to like not, you know, maybe have yeah. not the best Internet connection. Or maybe like if you have Internet, right? So. Um, so, the so paper, the, anybody so, can use paper and mail it in, send so, it in. So the DNC put the kibosh on that. <laughs> yeah, DNC was like, nah. So now, now it's, um, now, now is it a coincidence or is it related uh, to the fact that the, there's a vote, there's a, an election initiative which kind of goes to rank choice? Mm-hmm. And I know some of the folks, I mean, is there some overlap there or is it just kind of no. a coincidence? No, it's just a coincidence. So that is just a different initiative. It's called Alaskans for Better Elections. Mm-hmm. They're an entirely different group. They, they have an ad in the landmine. Ooh. Love whoa. that. I'll sell ads to just almost about anybody. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Like not the clan, but <laughs> no. Wouldn't do what? Yeah, we we have a little disclaimer. We won't sell ads to like hate groups, but do you, re- do you really? Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, we, we reserve the right to refuse. You know. Ad. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I mean, if if we put, we'll sell an ad to anybody. You know, no, you can't. Somebody can no, come and be like, here, we want this crazy yeah. ad. No, but no, don't. they have it. So so the, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. part of their thing is the general. If it were to pass, the general would, would become a rank choice, kind of like Maine. Would right. Become a ranked choice. Right. Yeah. So yeah. so your thing is, I saw I saw somebody took a picture. I saw a picture of the battle. So it's basically. Uh-huh. All the candidates, and it's like one, like top, or like choice one, two, three, four, five, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. So it has all of the different candidates um, for the presidential primary. And I don't remember the specific date, but it was like towards the end of January uh, where all the different presidential campaigns submitted their application mm-hmm. to be on our ballot. And so that is a list of all those candidates. Mm-hmm. So one thing I heard um, recently, and this was more focused on kind of the New Hampshire or I guess the Super Tuesday, but but a lot of the like like um, Klobuchar and, and, and Buttigieg got out mm-hmm. right before those those primaries. Mm-hmm. But people had already voted, in, you know, early voting or absent kind of absentee, or they've 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 voted before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess somebody made a point that you know, kind of like, well, now they're out. Maybe somebody might vote differently. Um, and I know that's more mm-hmm. of a general kind of mm-hmm. topic of how people vote, but. Because on, on this mm-hmm. ballot, I know like Buttigieg is on there and Klobuchar right. is on there, and uh, there's there's several. Is Andrew Yang on there? I think. Um, I think I don't I don't recall, but like he might be on there. I saw somebody post it. Right. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, basically, what would happen is that if you vote for Buttigieg, Klobuchar, Yang, or any of those campaigns that aren't in the running anymore, then that whatever your second choice is. That's what your vote is going to go yeah, for. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. I guess that. I guess the early voting would would really apply more into like a, a in fixed, a different a fixed primary where you have one like you vote for one person. Right. The ranked actually it does redistribute if somebody's out. Exactly, that's, and that's what's really convenient about it is the redistribution. So that way, it's like you can vote for your conscience, you can vote for all the different candidates that you like and rank them, but you don't have to worry about the strategy or if people drop out. Um, that your uh, your choice afterwards is going to get counted. You know? And this is also um, a vote-by-mail situation, right? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Is so there going to be any time to show up and, and vote in person, or is it yes. all about... There uh-huh. is, okay. Right, right. So it is a vote-by-mail system, and the with the presidential primary, you have to be a registered Democrat. Uh, there is a deadline for receiving a ballot. So after that deadline, uh, this week, ballots were mailed out to all registered Democrats in Alaska. And if um, you didn't get a ballot or any of that, you can vote in person. Uh, right now, uh, we have it uh, set for Saturday, April 4th, 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. 
at select locations. You can look up those locations at akdems.org. And now, by the time I air this, it could all change, but yeah, has there been any uh, corona talk or... Uh, there has been a conversa- some conversation about corona. And, I mean, the thing with uh, COVID-19 is that everything changes, like, in a couple hours, know, right? Anything could happen well, they just, tomorrow. Today, this, I'll, uh-huh. I'll post this podcast later, but today is fr- uh, Friday, the mm-hmm. 13th of all days. And Ooh, they, uh, one of, I flew back to Anchorage. But one of the things is they, they closed the um, Capitol down to the public. Mm-hmm. So right, right. Uh-huh. who knows what's going to, you know, luckily I got my press pass. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Just it. Friday the 13th. It's kind of weird. I mean, you got the Capitol deal. Um, you got Gab- Gabrielle Adu situation. You hear about that? Yeah, that was huge. I was um, like, what is going on? You, you got uh, this coronavirus is just getting kind of like out of control in uh-huh. some in some places. And, yeah. And you know, then. Like the full news day. And then Ja Rule. And then Ja Rule canceled. Oh, my God. I mean, it's. And then, <laughs> and then a couple days ago, did you see the Sarah Palin? On, yeah, on I the, didn't. The masks. I, I was so emotional. I didn't know how to react to that. I didn't even know that was a show. I, somebody, <laughs> my friend Allison, who does a stalker column, yeah, she yeah. told me, and then she's like, "We got to put up a quick article." She put up an article, and the last I checked, it had like thirty thousand shares. Yeah. Sarah Palin dan- dances, uh, sings. Yeah. Baby got back live TV. I mean, I don't know, and that's not even the weirdest thing this week. No, no, no. I think that part of my brain was just so dead. I just stared at it, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, this is normal now." I watched like five times, and I just didn't. She was kind of good too, which is. Did did your opinions change the more times you watched? Um, it? I think I, I think I got the initial shock wore off, but then uh-huh. I was just more confused. Oh, okay. Because initially feel, like, I was like eighty percent shocked, twenty okay. percent confused, and then I ended up with like eighty percent confused, twenty percent shock. Mm. It, sw- it, it 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 flipped, but it was very weird. Yeah, what's she doing? Where's she? I, Arizona. I, you know, someone recently told me, and, and I heard this from like a good source, and then I heard it from somebody else. And I actually believe this. I think she's planning a comeback up here. What? Yeah, I heard that from real good somebody that would kind of know. They said Ooh. they said maybe a, maybe a Lisa twenty twenty two challenge. You think that's gonna be? I part don't know. Of I mean, the I, I, campaign kickoff. I wouldn't video? be. I wouldn't like if that happened. I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I think anything could happen at this point. We have Trump as president. Yeah. I mean, it, it all kind of. Remember when she endorsed him? That weird the, with the Blazers. Yes, the press <laughs> press conference thing. Yeah, my friend used to. Um, this was a couple of years ago. He used to go to Anchorage Yoga. Okay, and he was there one day, and it was you know hot, I think it was hot yoga, and uh-huh. and he had just moved here at the time. Probably was four, well, maybe four or five years ago, and he had somebody was next to him, and they tripped, and he caught the person, mm-hmm. and, he, and he said, "Oh my gosh," you know, and she's like, "Oh, thank you, thank you," and he's like, "Man, he's, he's he looks so familiar." And uh, he's like, she's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm Sarah Palin. And he goes, oh, my God. Because, like, you know, yeah. he just moved here and he'd never seen her in person. And now it was, like, hot yoga and probably wasn't makeup, you know. And he said she's it was. in like, his arms. Yeah, literally, he's like, it was the weirdest <laughs> thing. I was, like, holding her. And I was like, oh. she's like, thanks for, like, catching me. Isn't that weird? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like only in, I mean, I don't think that would happen in, like, Texas, you know, or. Well, people he- aren't t- catching Ted Cruz yeah, at yeah, hot yeah, yoga. Yeah, probably not. Oh, probably not going to happen. Bummer. Um, I guess he's in self-quarantine now. Ted Cruz? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he got exposed yeah, to the, the CPAC. C- CPAC, yeah. Uh-huh. I think Trump shook the, sh- was near near the guy or shook the hand to the... Yeah, Bolsonaro. The, Bra- the Bra- Brazilian. Uh-huh. Or the, yeah, Brazilian Bol- Bolson- president. Bolsonaro. He's, they're very similar. Bolsonaro, yeah. Bolsonaro, I think. They're, they're, they're a very similar type people oh. as far as the politics go. Populist. You should read about that guy. He's <laughs> interesting. Um, but, yeah, he's in... Uh, well, Ted, Ted's in self-quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wash wash your hands, everyone. I think I think uh, right now I, I've, I've been reading on the Twitter that the um, introverts are celebrating. <laughs> yeah, people are like I've been practicing social distancing my entire life. They're so excited. Uh huh. 
Are you yeah. int- you're, you're kind of extroverted. Are sure. You? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of both. I grew up introverted, and then now I'm extroverted. I don't know what happened. Coming out of your shell? I guess. I've always been like how I am now. Oh, okay. Even as like a child. Uh-huh. You just grew into it? I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I've always liked the people. That's great. Yeah, some, I, have, I have friends who get very, I don't understand it, they get super anxious uh-huh. when they're around people. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've never been able that. to understand that. Yeah. I could totally get that. My, my yeah. thing is, if I'm around a crowd, I get, if, if I feel like if I'm not, if, if nobody's talking or if it's weird, mm-hmm. if it's, if it's, I feel like I have to say something and then I almost always make it more awkward. Yeah. That's not, yes. <laughs> have you noticed, I mean, have you, have you witnessed that with me? I've, I've done that before. I think a lot, I do that all the time. Uh, I'm not in, well, I just see you online. I'm not in crowds with you. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's like if, if there's a crowd of people, uh-huh. and, and there's and there's like a pause, or if for some somehow it gets awkward, or I just have to feel like I have to, I, I'm the one who has to say something. But then oftentimes I say something awkward, and then it gets even more awkward. Is that is that what happens at our at Steam Dad? Uh, no, so it, it it has happened. <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> when I'm at Steam Dad, I'm trying to work, and yeah. that's actually the opposite effect because people always come up to me and like say hi, or you see somebody you know all the time, and. You're trying to like write some, but I like Steve. I see you at Steam Dot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good spot. It is a good spot. You have your little meetings. Yeah, little, little, dem, little Democrat meetings, <laughs> Democratic meetings. I Secrets. see you there. So yeah, uh, let's go back to the. We're kind of yeah, yeah, okay. I, I go, I, I go all around. This, this is landmine radio. We uh-huh. there's, there's no no filter. What is it? High energy, no filter. Uh huh. That's the the tagline. If you've oh yeah, sure. Heard the song. So okay. this has been decided. The ballots they're out, right? Mm-hmm. Ballots are out, so they got mailed out this week. When uh, when do they have to get returned by? You have to mail them back and have them be postmarked by March twenty fourth. Okay, so yeah. and then when 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 do we announce the when do you guys announce the results? Uh, we announce the results, I believe, and um, I'm ninety percent sure, um, eleven fifty nine p.m. on Sunday, April fifth. Okay, so the uh-huh. day after the, the in-person thing. Right, exactly. And so that's enough time to, you know, tabulate all the ballots, get everything added up. Um, yeah. How many delegates do we have for um, Democrat, Democrats in Alaska? If I remember correctly, 19 delegates. So we don't have a ton. Like no. California and Texas has a lot. No. So I, so we were chatting about this earlier. So I was a delegate in 2016. and You were, you were a Bernie, Bernie, right? I was, I was a delegate for Bernie Sanders. Where, where uh, was it at? Uh, Philadelphia. Oh, wow. But here's the thing. So in this big stadium, we, California, they have so many delegates. They're right behind us. They're right in front of us. And they're right to the side of us. We were surrounded by California. And there's just like a little Alaska in there. How many did we, did we had 19 or um, about that? I think that? we had 20. So we, we, were, had 20. we were totally surrounded by California. Yeah. Were there jokes made? <laughs> no. I would, have been like, I would have been like, you know how much bigger we are than your state, right? We're like, wait, like we're like three times bigger than California. I know. Size-wise. there's. I think there's just so many of them that it's hard to even engage. Yeah. Wow. So I've, heard, I've never been to a national convention, but I heard really? they're, like, fun. I heard that, you, like, you meet people, and it's a uh-huh. whole lot of energy. It's real fun. Uh-huh. You, did you see, fam- like, famous people or, like, meet personalities, mm-hmm. media? Yeah, we, or? we saw famous people all the time. Um, Susan Sarandon, um, obviously all, like, the different politicians. Like, I got to see, like, the Michelle Obama, when they go low, we go high speech and... Wow. All of all of them, all the elected officials, and this is like, you know, I was a little baby in politics. I still am, but even more so than. Oh, you know what? I don't. Like, oh I, my gosh. You did a GoFundMe, right? I did. Yeah, I donated to you. You did. I was in. I think I was. In, <laughs> wait, when was that held? Uh, July. 
of 16? Yeah. So I was here. I, I, was, that. I was I was I remember I donated to you. I saw it on Facebook. I think I gave you like maybe a hundred bucks or something. I or think a couple it was. Bucks. And I said, because I was so mad about how they treated Bernie. Uh-huh. And you were a Bernie delegate. I remember that. I said, I, 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 I said, no, I do I remember said, go that. Go there and fuck them up because of how they're treating Bernie. I hated that how they treated, and they're doing it again, by the way. It's a whole thing. They're doing it again. I mean, he was, he was, he was, he had, he was ahead, and then look what happened. Everybody just got out in like a day. Bert Buttigieg and Klobuchar and uh, old old Warren tried to stick it out a little bit. She had like no delegates. That's rough. Primary is a rough. Tulsi Gabbard's still in there, isn't she? She's kind of trying to hang. Yeah. On. Did you? She did has you, one delegate. I think. Did you ever protect like? Twelve months ago, that Tulsi Gabbard would be third. No, <laughs> but te- I mean, technically, like, yeah, Buttigieg, I mean, they suspend. So, so Buttigieg right, and, right. and Klobuchar and who's, who's the other one? They still have more delegates than her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think Bernie. Part of my thing is like when he's the front, when he's like not when he's right behind the front runner, when he's like, like, like biting the heels. I think mm-hmm. he's very attractive. And then you know when he when he kind of became became the front runner, and then he started talking about you know kind of like. Castro ain't so bad type stuff, and then you know Israel's bad. Not not a good strategy for Florida, right? Where you well, have a I lot think, of Cubans and a lot of Jews. I think the thing though is that like with a lot of the primaries, just in general, like whenever you become the front runner, like you're immediately you're going to get attacked, and that happened with all of them, like yeah. Warren and remember, Kamala. Remember what they did to? Uh, yeah, everyone gets attacked when they're on top. Warren did to? Uh, it was the most savage thing I've ever seen with Bloomberg. Oh, when oh, she man. obliterated him yes. at the debate. That was. I mean, I just watched that and I said, "Oh my god." I'm, Never want to <laughs> piss her off. That was that was like two or three minutes of just yeah. the most savage attack I've ever seen in my life. Well, she she was a uh, she was a high school debater, high school debate champ. I was a high school debater. I was like, yeah, real. And he was like real. standing right. She was standing right next to him. He's like right there. Ugh. That's a weird you thing. About, look at her. That's a weird thing about politics. It's like you have yeah. to sometimes say or or especially in my position, like I interact with these people a lot, mm-hmm. and sometimes I say very pointed things about them mm-hmm. or right right mm-hmm. or say and, and then you see him and you're like hey what's up how's, <laughs> how's your day so i mean do you, i don't know i don't want to get too political because i know you're young democrats but i mean they, they have kind of really get, bernie's kind of gotten the rough rough end of the stick there twice it seems like yeah and, and, and it's really difficult too because like i think in 2016 when he first ran um like there was a lot of excitement but in 2020 things are just Tricky. Well, you they have had an those, incumbent president. They had those fucking super delegates last mm-hmm. time. Right. They got rid of. The, are those gone? Um. Oh my gosh. I should be. I should know this better, but I'm not an expert on it. But super delegates don't count like they did in the past. So they're called automatic delegates, mm-hmm. and they only factor in if candidates don't meet viability during the first pass through oh, so at the like, so national bro- convention. So, so if it's brokered. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And that's what that's what there's, some, there's been some talk about. Maybe if Bernie were to stay in and get enough yeah, delegates, if, if nobody mm-hmm. got the th- what is it? Fifteen percent. How, how many you need? Fifteen thousand or eleven hundred, whatever the number is. You have oh to get gosh, to, I don't know. You the have numbers. to get to a threshold of delegates, and if you mm-hmm. don't get there, right? Then in the first round, you're not viable. And then it, yeah. you know, then at some point everybody gets freed up, and that's how Lincoln got um, yeah, no, nomination. Uh-huh. He he was a it was a ranked choice basically. He convinced mm-hmm. all of the. Uh, most almost all the delegates to to, to make him his second choice, mm-hmm. make them the second choice because there was four people. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, Salmon Chase, Edward Bates, William Seward, and Abraham Lincoln, mm-hmm. and it was it wasn't it was brokered, and then link and then many many ballots down the way, Lincoln was able to become the. It was like shocked everybody. 
Yeah. Really good book. Team of Rivals about that. Team of Rivals. Yeah. But yeah. It was essentially he benefited from being mm-hmm. every almost everybody's second choice. Right. And that was like my thinking for some candidates um, during this past presidential season. I was just like, oh, well, like that person's going to be everybody's second choice. So like they're going to they're going to get it. But uh, no, that's hard. So are you so are you involved in the like are you going to be counting or like what's your role in all of this? Are you just kind of on the committee? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm on the committee, and so for people on the committee and in the party, we're just trying to, like, get the word out. Because the biggest concern is that it's a new process, and so we want to make sure that everybody knows about the process. We're pretty, like, open about how things are going. If people have questions, like, there is one, uh, a couple of people at the party, bless all of their hearts, who work all day running this, mm-hmm. answering everyone's questions. Well, whenever you change a system, uh-huh. you know, in this case, pretty pretty radically from, uh-huh. from a caucus to a to a uh-huh. ranked choice vote by mail primary. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, you're going to have a lot of explain, explaining exactly. questions, and it's going to take take some time to get folks used to it. Yeah, yeah. Has it gone so far? I mean, how's it been so far? Has it been going? I think it's going pretty well, and I think it's because of the fact, like, you know, when when the Muni changed to a vote by mail system, mm-hmm. like that was you know similar concerns, like, oh my gosh, we got to let everybody know, and so you put a lot of effort into outreach and communication. Yeah, a big. The kind of education campaign, awareness campaign. Exactly. And so by the time, like, the ballots come in, like, it's not as much of a frenzy as if, like, things were happening just in one day. You have a couple of weeks to, like, you know, vote or figure out different kinks and work them out. And so I think the good thing is that you have a bigger duration of time to Mm -hmm. just work through those problems. So, yeah. now, is it going to be kind of like the municipality? They're just going to... At eleven fifty nine, like flash, there's the results, and then we're gonna mm-hmm. it's on the website or on the right. internet or uh huh yeah yeah yeah. Wait, so you guys should do a Facebook live. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you should a tiny little election central. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I you know me, I've done a few election centrals. I know, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna pl- planning on doing them. Hopefully, the the COVID nineteen doesn't. Oh yeah. Oh shoot. Screws up there. I mean, do you think they're gonna cancel? Aww. I mean, it's hard to say. It's it's months away. You know, it's six months away. But, Who knows? I mean. I was just talking to a doctor friend of mine who said, you know, the, the cold truth is this might just need to run its course. Yeah, it's going to get worse. And that, you know, means a lot of folks are going to die. But it's just, mm-hmm. I think I think telling people the truth about it and being honest about what the best case and worst case scenario is and just so people know it's mm-hmm. better than kind of saying, oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's okay. And then and then people have to learn the hard way about how, how bad things might get, you know. Right. I think the most important thing is for people to be prepared mm-hmm. and to be prepared is to be aware and also take your precautions. And then also, like, it is stressful. Like, it's scary. Well, the, uncer- really the, the biggest thing is right the uncertainty. Uh-huh. And so all you can yeah. do is, I think, tell people, here, here, are, here are some things that might happen. Right. Wash your hands. Don't go to that trip. I can't. I was supposed to go to, uh, you'll, you'll love this, uh-huh. Dem- Dem- Democrat. I was supposed to. <laughs> Go to uh, California on Sunday night yeah. mm-hmm. to do a series of podcasts with Mike Gravel. Uh, yeah, I saw that. And, yeah. and, and we're in touch. And, you know, I told you know, him. our folks met him. Who did? Um, we have uh, some college Dems. They went to a college Dems conference uh, a couple months ago and they met Mike Gravel. Oh, in California or where? Uh, Arizona. Well, he, he's 90 and he's still, I've talked to him on the phone. I got his number from somebody that used to work with him here in the 70s. And mm-hmm. he's, um, he's totally with it, you know, and he's a fascinating guy. His history in mm-hmm. Alaska is. He was the third speaker of the house. You know, he used to be the president of Alaskan Democrats, 1958. He because he moved here really young. Uh-huh. And he, he, he's he's one of the few people that admitted he moved here with uh-huh. the intention to run for office. I know it's not. And wild? he said, "It's a small state. I probably got a good shot." And he was right. And he got to be a fucking U.S. senator. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, that's wild. Who becomes a U.S. senator? 
Right. It's really hard. hard. It's really, really hard. Really hard. Even in Alaska. Not, and it used to be kind of cheap. They used to, you know, before the, the baggage Sullivan mm-hmm. was the very expensive one. Mm-hmm. I think it was $50 million got mm-hmm. spent, which was like 10 times what normally was spent. Well, yeah, yeah. It was, but it was in California, expensive. they spend like, I mean, crazy, like Texas, mm-hmm. Florida, tens of millions, of hundred million. I mean, upwards of $100 million, you know, on a Saturday. Yeah. It's crazy. And then like back then, I don't think they had like um, FEC or APOC, right? So... They probably know. had some. I I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure they had some kind of dis- disclosure. They had uh-huh. a, probably all all paper, and I'm sure you know people could go look at the newspaper. Probably mm-hmm. did articles, but yeah. I mean, now it's so easy to you know figure out where somebody's getting money or who's mm-hmm. financing who or who's donating right. to who. Yeah. Yeah. Back back in the day, paper, uh-huh. all the paper, everything was paper. Everything was paper. You had to, like physically go down and uh-huh. I guess take a take a picture. I don't know. <laughs> take a picture with your. What do you think? What do you think? Right what do you think's gonna like? The world's going to look like in like 50 years. I mean, I feel like everything's going to be in for like, there's going to be like a phone that's going to project something in front of us and we can just like almost look at it or like touch the air, you know? I feel that's kind of happened a little bit. I don't know. Um, what about, um, what's the thing that Tupac did? I don't know, On a lot. stage. No, no, the uh, holograms. Oh, yeah. That hologram, yeah, that was, and what's that? Have you seen a Total Recall? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have holograms in that movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Where are the fucking holograms? Yeah, who's who's making this? Who's making the holograms? Where you at? I don't. Yeah, we should tell them to get, get on it. <laughs> get and on and it. then what about the Jetsons? Like we're supposed to have flying cars by now. Oh, that doesn't seem safe. I mean, imagine that if you go seem back. Safe at all? Imagine <laughs> if you go back fifty years. <laughs> yeah. And then say, you know, where are we going to be in fifty years? And I don't think if somebody showed up from fifty years ago right now, they probably they'd be like surprised. They'd be like, "Wow, these cars are really nice. Wow, these phone things are pretty cool." Uh-huh. But I mean, other I mean, I guess airplanes are kind of a lot cooler and faster, but. And for the most part, I mean, having everything on a phone, though, I think that would be really cool. It's cool to have that, but I mean, if you just like, or if you were fifty, if you took somebody from fifty years ago and planted them right what here. What is fifty years ago? Nineteen seventy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they probably wouldn't be like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Whoa. I mean, they they'd see nicer Groovy. cars, and and they they you know, there's all kinds of cool little things. But now, if you took somebody from a hundred years ago. Oh yeah. Think about this, and, 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 and I know we're getting kind of obscure here, but in thousands of years, think okay. about this, in thousands okay. of years of okay. human history, mm-hmm. tens of thousands of years, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't fly. No. 1903, Wright Brothers, they make a little airplane. Yep. Okay? Mm-hmm. In like 50 years, mm-hmm. we break the fucking sound barrier. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, so for tens of thousands of years, we didn't fly. And then in this tiny little period of time in the history mm-hmm. of man, we're breaking the sound barrier, right? And then now we're now we have these planes that can take us anywhere in the world, and we can go anywhere in the world in two days. It's pretty crazy how in a hundred years where we've gone with it, space yeah. shuttle. Yeah, we're in space. Right. So think about how fast that accelerated. Now I, I always think about what's what's gonna what's another hundred years gonna do for like aviation or for you know oh for that gosh. kind of technology. I've, I've, Wouldn't be so cool to teleport. That's what I want. That would. That would be awesome. <laughs> I've listened to like podcasts on time travel, uh-huh. and 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 I forget who it was, but basically, if time travel was possible, it would have already been invented. Ooh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. There was like a Neil deGrasse Tyson was I think talking about this, and so, so he was saying that they think it was invented, and some people we interact with have already like time traveled. I don't. It's really Ooh. crazy shit, but oh you got to think about. But you you can only go. They say you can only go. No, I'm sorry, I said it wrong. It's it's you can only go in travel in the time. You can't go back mm-hmm. because of like the speed of light and all these theories, Einstein. So you could mm-hmm. theoretically, it's possible to travel in 
forward in time. Mm-hmm. I hope someone's going to travel forward to this time and, and what, stop what, coronavirus. What if you if you can go back in time right now? Uh-huh. You, you got one shot. You got one week. One Pick, week. You got. You can go anywhere in the world in history, and what you got? But you got one week to go. Where would you go? Oh, actually, I would choose. Um, wait, only a week, and then I go back. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, oh, yeah you got a week to ch- chill out and kind of look around. Okay, honestly, I would be really curious. I would pick the week of the 64 earthquake. Oh, that's a good one. Uh-huh. Would you, wait, so would you, would your day one be like the quake or before the quake or? You know what? Yeah, I'll pick day one, the quake. And then stand in a, like a, a good, stable area. You want to like go one day back so, so you could kind of plan. Oh, Because like you, you, you don't want to get here and then you have like 10 minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I think I might. Yeah. I think I might do Russian Revolution. Oh my gosh! That would be fascinating. Uh-huh. Um, or American Revolution. Which week? That that's a good. Took a, a, a long that, yeah, time. That, that's a good. That's a good. Yeah. Probably um, towards the end. Probably Yorktown. Maybe you know, towards the end. Mm. Battle of Yorktown. Now, 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 if you could go back and and for a week. Okay, the first one, if you could go back and interact with people, mm-hmm. like would you pick the sixty four? Like if if you've got if you got to go back and just you could be an observer, but nobody would necessarily see you. You couldn't you couldn't mess with the world. You couldn't like tell them, hey, this is, this gonna, is gonna happen. Happening. Oh man, I have to think about that a little bit. Because it'd be kind of cool to go back to like Jesus times. Oh, I think that's the go to answer. Like, be like because Whoa. you just want to be like, it was it like that? It like that? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> is that true? Okay, I've, frankincense. That's I've, what that is. I feel is. like if I went back, I'd, I'd I'd say something awkward and stupid, and I'd probably get killed or in trouble. Oh, I'd get jailed. But if it's only got a week, then you, at least you disappear in a week. And, oh my gosh! And come back. Yeah, you make some joke. This podcast got really like, I, I love where we went. <laughs> we, well, we can only go forward. Jaw rule. Yeah, jaw. Yeah, right. <laughs> jaw rule to the Democratic primary to time travel. Ooh, you're, you're a good little podcaster. Yeah, well, I mean, come, you should come on our show. When's your sh- so this, we're in this KONR studio in yeah. English. When's, when's your show? Wednesdays. When Wednesdays, Wednesdays five through six. I think we saw you once when I was doing a podcast. I bumped into you. It was you and a few people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and uh, Evan. What do you guys do? Uh, our show is Across the Universe. Well, so the... Oh, like yeah, Muni. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So we, we talk about Anchorage, talk about the Muni, and then it kind of just turns into me and Evan rambling. Do you guys take calls? Yeah, we do take calls. We used to, oh my gosh, um, uh, we had the show right after us. Uh, the person um, had a little bit of trouble getting into the studio, so um, he would just call just to like get let into the studio. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. I was doing a podcast here, right in this room a uh-huh. while back, and after Forrest Dunbar filed a run for mayor, uh-huh. and you know, there's a key down there, right? You know, the key mm-hmm. for the, so I had the key locked, and I came up, and mm-hmm. um, somebody was like, for, we heard something, and I was like, no, don't worry, it's a crazy person. And then somebody was throwing rocks at the window, and I go, "Yeah, it's it's some fucking nut. Don't worry about it." And then they, he's like, "I, it's like you can hear it on the podcast." He's like, "Forrest, I think he's saying I need to get in the building." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, yeah, he's a crazy person." No. And he was like, "I think he has a show." He's like, and then I was like, "Oh fuck!" So I was like, "Hold on, break." Um, and then I I went out, and it was like I forget his name, but he's one of the does a night show, big beard, kind of very much Heimel? of a character, very easy total ca- character. It wasn't Steve Heimel, I know him, but it was somebody else, but total okay. fucking character. I mean. He kind of looked like the person that would be like trying to get in the building who doesn't belong in the building, but he did belong in the building. 
He did belong in the but building. But it's funny, here for his number. We all he's, like, he's like, I think, <laughs> I think he says he needs to get in the building. I was like, yeah, fuck him. Aw. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. They need to, I don't know if there's a doorbell system. That would work. We should, yeah. I mean, because like I get the key and then I feel like somebody needs to be in here. Yeah. No, because that is a like legit like safety concern. Like if I did a show like by myself. And then there was like, if I heard a little pitter patter, I like. I'd, if you saw like, that guy, ah, you'd, you'd freak because I mean, I I didn't know I was over here, so I couldn't even see. Yeah, I'd be but very confused. It was so funny before. I was like, I think he's saying he needs to get in the building. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh. well, Genevieve Mina, not Mina. No, not Mina. Do people ever ask you? People say no. Here's the because M I N A. Let me. Can I use this platform for a quick second? You can use it for I, whatever you want, girl. Sometimes people say, "Oh, hey, Mina." They call me Mina. People call me Landfield. Yeah, but it's like my name is Genevieve, and I introduce myself as Genevieve, but they call me Mina. I think because you have a kind of a cool last name. Yeah, it's a fun last name, but I think it's because they think that's my name. And I'm like, no. Yeah, because Mina confusing. could be a fir- yeah, that could be a it first could be. name. It is, yeah. Genevieve, but- and you're you're a Filipino descent. Yes, I was in Philippines in uh-huh. 2016. My friend uh, got married with oh. like a bachelor party there. Ooh. I went to Boracay. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that was before they shut it down. Remember, it, I think it's before reop- it was filled with trash. I think it's reopened now. I was there pre-shutdown because they cleaned it up. It was like it was a cesspool. It was like it was all kinds of problems with like, mm-hmm. like yep. trash and human weight. All the yeah. and, and then like there was like weird shoddy wire and the whole place was. But it was very pretty. The beach was oh, white beach, and there was like mm-hmm. clubs and stuff. And then we went to Manila, and I um I I tried some balut. Balut. Yeah, balut. Oh, do you eat that? Uh, I've tried it before. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. That's good. It's just like, because it's well, like the little, the little, the little, little, got little, little, duck, little duckies in there. And little duckies. Well, so, so it's it's pretty interesting because it's like, um, I think there there's a point of like, you know, what foods do we think are disgusting depending on what mm-hmm. culture you're from, all of that. And so it's it's a tra- traditional food. I think like the, the broth part is fine. For me, my thing is They love it, it. They fucking love it over there. It's mm-hmm. like on the street, you can it's buy delicacy, it. It's delicacy, right? But you know, so when you eat it, there's this white part. And mm-hmm. it's just hard to eat. Like, it's very tough. And then that's where I'm like, eh. And then, yeah. No, I the, feel no, bad about the little duck. No, the lumpia. Lumpia's great. Oh, my God. Ponce and lumpia. Yeah. I like I li- I li- Manila. I li- or Manila was kind of, Manila was weird to me. It was, it was very it, it was, urbanized. It, it, was, it was like, you know. The downtown, the kind of main core sector was like, mm. So developed and like 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 huge like so, but then like you go like two minutes away and it's like the poorest. Yeah, it's like the contrast between like like rich and poor there is so great. Absolutely, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah huge inequality. I mean, it's like the poverty line has stayed at twenty five percent for decades. Yeah, I was there when Pacquiao was running for Senate, and there was well, he's in Pacquiao. I know there was Pacquiao signs everywhere. We 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 went to a tall yeah. volcano. We climbed tall volcano. Yeah, um, which oh, is wow. a couple hours from from Manila, and then we did a. It was kind of me, my my buddy, and his like brother in law, and it was it was four Italians and me, on the bachelor party in the Philippines. And, in the Philippines, and we had so much fun. The Bar- the 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 Boracay or Baraka, Baraka, I think it was. Yeah. Man, have you been there? Yeah, Boracay's great. It was I love Boracay. So awesome. There's uh-huh. like the one island. It's win- the one side's windy, so uh-huh. it's like the kites the kite surfing or the you know the wind surfing. Yeah, is huge. like the banana boats and everything. But then mm-hmm. the other side is like not windy, and it's like mm-hmm. the the white beach thing. Mm-hmm. And we we just met. Oh my! Fr- I'll never forget the first day we had a B Airbnb and yeah. I went out and I was I was full speedo. Uh-huh. I was cl- full cla- full clad speedo. Yeah, yeah. And I put all the, I obviously a very white here, so I was sunscreened up. Good. And good. I've been in Alaska a long time, and mm-hmm. I've, obviously I'm bald. I forgot. I forgot. I just forgot to fucking <laughs> put sunscreen on my head. Oh, no. And I had the worst. You ever get a sunburn? You ever get sunburn? No, you're kind of actually go- no. Huh? Yeah. So if you get a really bad sunburn, uh-huh. it, it hurts. But then it becomes like it, you actually it's actually hot. Like it feels hot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, my no, head uh-huh. was like, 
I was it was horrible. It, it was like, like a it ruined my like tomato. first. Yes, it was red and, and it was just everything else was fine because I I lathered up the sunscreen, but mm-hmm. I forgot my head. Yeah. So the next day I wore my hat. That's good. Wear sunscreen every day. Gotta wear sunscreen. Uh huh. We should do more of these. You're you're a good podcaster. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's talk about uh public health. Talk about whatever you sunscreen. want. Sunscreen. Um, you work in pu- public health, right? Mm-hmm. What do you work? Uh, what is it? Oh, uh, we j- I just work at a healthcare organization. Just represents a lot of different health facilities. Yeah. I saw you in Juno there uh, mm-hmm. recently. You're like, hello. Public lounge. I was like, oh my god, it's Genevieve Mina. Mina. So I had a great cool. po- I had a great time. It was good talking to you. Um, mm-hmm. Good information about the the, the party. Um, yeah. New party system for the primary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said April 7th, you think, or 5th? I'm sorry, 5th or 7th? Well, Saturday, April 4th, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can vote in person. And then vote it, in person. the results should be out the 5th at midnight. Is that yeah, yeah. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions, go to akdems.org. Cool. All right, Genevieve. Well, thanks for coming in. Yeah. I appreciate it. And uh, Thanks for having me. Look forward to doing the next one with you. All right, folks, if you have an idea for a podcast or want to do a podcast, get a hold of me and stay tuned for the next one. Landline, ring.